Welcome to Overwatch 5.9. We're here to talk about the new training, interim training requirements for concealed carry for citizens that were just released on what, July 18th, Nate, uh, by the state police. If you go on the state police website, you'll you'll see them out there. And we've been getting a lot of questions about this training because there there are more questions than answers. Everyone's confused and uh, we've been talking about it. We've been talking about it with other instructors and, you know, this podcast is going to be dedicated to, uh, just, you know, feeling the pain of everyone out there. Yeah. Steve, you know, um, I, I know we recently had bring your child to work day. I think they took a little too serious when they let them put this <laughs> stuff up. Okay. I think they really took it a little too far. I'm telling you, <laughs> th- this is crazy. And you know, uh, you hit the nail right on the head, Nate, because they basically want everyone to have the training that police officers have in New Jersey. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's, I, and I think, I don't know if it's, we, we talked about this before. Is it because like, what, what is the reason here? Is it because they, they just didn't have anything to put out in the July deadline with this new law. So they just used the RPO use of mm-hmm. force and change the name of it. So Steve, I called, I called state police a couple months ago. I actually had to go through the the governor's office to get in touch with them. Um, and they explained to me that they had nothing on the schedule. They had no plans of any training. So they had nothing at the time. And time went on. And, you know, the next day, no, this popped up. And yeah, and we're it's... both prior police officers. And we we know this program because we've done it. Yeah, we've done it a lot. Minus the the night shoot. Yeah, that's that's all. That's the only difference. There's no night shoot. We talked about this. There there are several things that we don't agree with a lot. I'm sure most instructors feel this way. But I think to get on, maybe we should cover right away. We're getting a lot of questions about if I just got my permit to carry or if I had it for a year, six months or whatever, do I need to have this training? That's what I've been getting a lot of questions and comments on my uh, videos on my channel. You've been getting a lot of questions from your students. Yeah. So the the answer is we're not sure, right? You have to contact your firearms instructor exactly. and find out from him or her is it substantially similar to the course of fire that's in this new citizens' use of force that the state police put out on their website. Yeah, and anybody can view um, what what's new and what you have to do. Um, so. If you go through that and you notice that you didn't do some things, yeah, you gotta re you gotta redo the test. Um, so, but my students, they're good. We, I trained everybody to the standard, you know, shooting from a holster, um, and then the actual training, use of force, everything um, that we did, you, you're good. Um, okay. But yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of companies that did not. And it's a shame. Um, hopefully, they will be helping their their guys out and not charging them for that. But yeah, I, because I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, you're the a lot of as you know, some some companies or places where you go it depends on how big the operation is. They'll want to charge you extra to do a co- mm-hmm. a course on drawing from a holster. Yeah. So if you didn't have that in your permit to carry qualification, then you're going to have to get it. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of places are actually contacting the New Jersey State Police to ask them, "Are we good?" A lot of these places are getting okay. Yeah, you're good to go, Uh, but you know, 
you talk to your police department, they're going to tell you one thing on the on the new laws and training, and you contact state police, they're going to tell you totally different. Nobody really knows exactly what's going on right now, and well, but that's and what the state wants. You're right, the confusion, and everyone's they want people to say, oh, you know what, it's too complicated. I'm just not going to carry, or I'm not going to worry right. about it right now. And we talked about this uh, earlier, Nate, like these new forms. Now there's new forms that state police put out there. So uh, mm -hmm. some guys are going to be filling them out and bringing them to their PDs and the police departments are going to be like, why are you bringing me this? Like yeah. they don't even know. Yeah. So it's just, it, there should have been some more direction, I think, mm -hmm. before they just release these new forms and instructions. Yeah. I mean, I contacted uh, my detective that I typically speak to about these things. He's in the uh, firearms unit and I contacted him last week and he goes, I know everything, you know, we, we saw everything populate when you did, they still hadn't gotten anything from the prosecutor yet. I called him today and he pretty much gave me the same thing. We know what, you know, we haven't been briefed on it yet. So these police departments still haven't been briefed on it yet. And they're basically, dude, they're, they're, they're flying by their seat, man. They're, they're just. Yeah. Nobody knows. And the thing is, you know, I hear on my channel, I get comments like, Oh, the state police firearms investigation unit, they don't know, or they didn't do this, or they didn't do that. They mm -hmm. have to get instruction from the attorney general's office yeah. before they can release any of this stuff. So all this stuff comes through the state police. It's by the attorney general's office. So and, the, and I know the frustration. The governor, the, that? Is the, the governor is the attorney general's best friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, appointed by the uh, governor, right? So yep they and and this is all part of it i think the master plan that just mm -hmm. oh you know what we don't have a use of force just give them the rpo and we talked about this nate it doesn't make sense that you're you know behind a barricade at 25 yards because as a doesn't. civilian with a carry permit you're not supposed to be you're this is supposed to be an immediate threat to your life or someone close to you mm -hmm. which is typically not going to be at 25 yards no. behind a barricade now yes could there be a situation where you're 25 yards and you have no escape and someone's shooting at you yes it's possible but how likely is that it's not likely at all um i mean it's just not practical yes my guys did it but only because we had to be substantially close to the the set rules at the time yeah. um, but they're just i mean they want um you have to be i just don't see somebody kneeling behind a barricade police officers yes absolutely right. for police officers yeah because they um, have that they have the, a duty to stop stop yeah. whatever's going on yeah um but here's the thing um it, it's the only way that i can see them justifying this is saying, you know, if you're protecting somebody else. Yeah. I mean, but even the verbiage that they have in there, you know, you have to make sure that the other person has no route of escape and you have to know that their life is in danger. And I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to see somebody with their hands up with a gun point at them and go, hey, 25, 25 yards ago yelling, hey, can, do, can, do you need can help? You <laughs> do you need help? Need help? <laughs> I mean, I just don't see it working. It, it, they, they, exactly and they then the other the other what's that they put verbiage in here and then they put more verbiage that directly affects the previous ver verbiage negatively That's it just right. causes a lot of confusion and a lot of these people people uh people on these pages facebook pages and everything 
They're arguing back and forth in the gun community, and this is what they want. People, we have to stop arguing. We have to stop trying to one-up somebody or getting angry at somebody because of something they, they said. If someone you know, doesn't know someone or they prove you wrong, just take it as it is and as a learning lesson and move on. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, and the other thing too, with this, with this course of fire, the one yard line, and we, we've said this before, mm -hmm. one yard line, a lot of ranges don't even allow you to shoot at the one yard line. Yeah. Right. So um, and mostly indoor ranges. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Indoor, exactly. So, and we talked about this, Nate, like how much training did we get as law enforcement officers before we could draw from a holster at the one yard line? Because a lot of people, if they don't do it right, they wind up shooting their weak hand. And it's just, it's something that has to be practiced. You, you can't have someone showing up, hey, I want to qualify to, to apply for a permit to carry. And they never drawn from a holster. And now another instructor had mentioned to me, like, you're going to have people show up. Usually at the training, you talk about a good holster to have. And now you're going to have guys showing up with their holsters that they bought off of Amazon because they the don't know before. better. And now you're going to, they're going to be drawn with these holsters at the one yard yeah. line and, you know, weapon retention, and it's going to be dangerous. Yeah, and this is, and, I, and I'm not saying we talked about this. I think mm -hmm. people should get weapon retention training. You should get all the training you can, but that, you know, it's a case by case basis. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's not something that you generically, oh, here, we're going to qualify you. And this is what you have to do. Yeah. This is like advanced stuff. Yeah, well, Steve, we how how long did we? I mean, it, it's like a week and a half of just drawing from your holster. Yeah, from the beginning. I mean, even with that, you still have people shooting themselves in the leg. And you're and so the 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 state is putting this on the firearms instructors, and they're saying, well, it's up to you because you see that line in there. It's up to the it's on the first page yeah. of the use of force. It's up to the firearms instructors to make sure that everyone is competent before they fill out that sheet, and it has they have all this training. So yep. it's a lot to put on the firearms instructor. And I think, I don't know, some of them are probably just going to charge more money because it's going to be more time consuming. And it's, this is going to be a money thing for people. Mm -hmm. It's already $200 to apply for the permit to carry. Yep. And now you're adding this on top of it. You well, know, Steve, I, I've, I've seen people charging $600 just for the course. I see, mean, that, that to me is such a high amount of money for, yep. to, to have the right to carry a gun to so you're spending eight hundred dollars just for training and to put in your permit that's yep. not counting you know the money you paid for a gun the money that you're paying for ammunition money that you're paying for a permit to purchase yeah just to have a concealed carry and your gun, gun. To, to buy your gun to buy your your yeah your your uh holster i mean we know all this stuff yep. costs money uh, and even though so, we are we're i mean we're doing the same amount of work as we were um, I could just as easily go, hey, there's new training, so I'm up to my prices. I'm not doing it. It's not yeah. right. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's just not right at all. It, 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 it's not. And, you know, and then there's other questions, too, with this, you know, like they put out that um, firearms intended to be carried uh, sheet, state police, but yeah. there's no line on there for a firearms instructor. So no. to me, it's more of a registration for them. They want to know, hey, if you if you have a handgun that you haven't registered, here's your time to do it. So what they're what they're doing is, and and I don't know how to take this because they're not putting in, in their new certificates. They're not putting 
an area in there for me to write down what gun you actually qualified with. I noticed so, that. And on the paper, it says that one permit shall cover all um, firearms. But what they did was they left it up to the county prosecutor to determine if they want you to qualify every single weapon or not. And so they have a yeah, they have a separate sheet of paper, um, like you said, for uh, the gun owner to fill out. I have nothing to do with that. So what I'm doing is I'm actually I'm still submitting my company's qualification because yeah. it has on there exactly what your score is. And it's got the gun. Exactly what you shot with. Um, I mean, what, when the guys come through my class, they're I'm making sure they're good. I'm going above and beyond like I always yeah. have to make sure they're not getting backdoored six months late down the road. Well, and that's the thing. The, the qualification has been an issue for a long time. Because when the judges were giving them out, were issuing by the court, some judges were saying, no, you're good to go. You qualify with one. You don't have, you can carry any gun. Other judges were saying, no, you got to submit the paperwork and then we'll amend the uh, court order and, yeah. and change your. So and then PDs were doing that, too. They're still doing it. And I was hoping that the state police were going to put out something more definitive, like if you qualify with one gun. And if as long as it's the same type, which obviously we're all we're talking about pistols here. So if you if the way Leosa is right, it's it's the it's a pistol. So if you qualify with one pistol, a different mm -hmm. pistol works, too. If it's legally you can carry it, then you you know, but of course, you know, I recommend to guys that they qualify with each each gun they're going to carry. And I know okay. some guys don't like that because a lot of firearms instructors charge per gun yeah. so if they charge $50 per gun and you have five guns it's a lot of money it adds up so my okay. recommendation in one of my videos was shop around because some some firearms instructors will they may charge you a little more because it's more time but some of them are not going to charge you the same price for each gun and that's something that my my company we don't charge for every single gun we only charge for I'll I'll qualify you on all your guns, but I'll only charge you for the gun. You know, one gun. I'm not yeah. going to charge you out out the butt for you know. A, yeah, five. And, and that's, people. that's 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 it because yeah. you got to shop around some yeah. some instructors, and and we're not saying that your time is not valuable. It is, but it can get so the price can get so high for this stuff. Like it's and I value my customers' time, money, and the ammunition that they spend on the range you know it, it all matters i'm not going to tie up one of one of my customers right know. i mean i get customers that have, they have families they have businesses to run they you know they have a lot of stuff going on work some guys work night shifts and they're they're coming out and you know i can see they're already half drained you know yep. i take a little time with them um but i'm not keeping them out there super long you know to where they're yeah. neglecting other things going in their life this is a this is a very important piece of your life, but it's not a, the most important. It, it's not right. a, a huge piece, it's a small piece of your life. Um, that and you know, it, should, it shouldn't be this difficult. Exactly, it really shouldn't exactly. be. <clears throat> and we did we did talk before Nate about um, this. Uh, this is uh, there's been a, a motion in the Coons matter. Mm -hmm. uh, it was filed an emergency a motion to basically get the. Um, I'll pull it up here. But basically, to get the uh, let me here, while, while you're while you're pulling that up, I want to also uh, put something out. Um, when the state police put out the laws and the training, they made a typo. Um, 
so if you do the math on it, it doesn't really come out right, but they say it said anyone whose permit was done before December of 22, you're good. You don't have to retake it. That's wrong. It's actually 12 of 21. Um, because once you actually do the math with what that statute says, it didn't work it out. Yeah. It didn't quite work out. So um it is 12 of 21, not 22. Um and then so if you have a, a, a handicap and you're not able to do this the new training because you have a hand, we are allowed to um modify it. Modify exactly. We're we're allowed to modify it to make sure that you are able to qualify. Um and then the other thing uh somebody asked was the practicality of the 20. We we already explained that there is no yeah, practicality yeah. for that. It doesn't even um, make sense. 25 yard line. And, exactly. and then the, the timing. You know, they're putting this time re restriction, which is going to be a safety issue, I think. Yeah. You know, it, like, it I mean, we got and you went through this, too, in the academy. You got yelled at for everything. They wanted to create stress. But at the range, you know, we didn't get yelled at. Yeah, they wanted exactly. you. They, didn't, they wanted you to learn and do. And, you know, the timing thing. Yeah. As police officers, we had to be timed. But, you know, they made sure it was safe. Yeah, and, and, this, and this even after just, that, this, yeah, exactly. You never, you never got, you know, they when you're at the range, there's no stress. That's the way yeah. I run all my classes. It's a stress-free environment. Environment we have fun. We're safe, but we have fun. Um, oh, on top of that, I I, I also forgot um, the the range list. There isn't. Oh, one. right, right. Um, because that that's right. Yeah. You're supposed to come yeah. out with a so, list of, of of acceptable ranges, right? Exactly, and there and and I don't think they are. Um, I don't think they, they are either. If they do, they're probably going to go off the RPO list. Um, I know you have some opinions on that. Um, I'm I'm not quite sure why, where, what, when, how they're going to do it. Um, but uh, I, do you want to explain what you're talking to me earlier about with with that? Well, as far as I don't think it's because the way I I was you know I was in the state police, I was in the firearms investigation unit. And if it's going to take the, the troopers have to go out and inspect the range, I don't know how they're going to have the manpower to go to every private and public range in the state to say, is this approved? And, and you know, there, there are some private ranges that are perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why, you know, you can't, you can't qualify in someone's backyard if they have the, the land and the capability. And as long as yeah. it's safe, so for them to create a list, I think they would have to come out there and inspect them. And I don't think they have the manpower to do it. So I don't know how that's going to go. I think that's why they didn't mention approved ranges. It has to be an approved range because um, that's not on there yet. So exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, with the Judge Baum situation. Um... Oh, right. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> it's. Um, it's great that the, this emergency mm -hmm. motion was filed to reopen. Basically, the, the Coons matter is the main case that it was Siegel and Coons that were consolidated into one because they so, deal with the sensitive areas of the new law. So when you and, say emergency, what do you mean by emergency motion? Well, basically, Judge Baum issued a preliminary injunction preventing certain uh, parts of the new law from not being enforced by the state. So, which, which was a win. And now, mm -hmm. of course, the, the state appealed that, New Jersey State New Jersey appealed that, and a different judge said, okay, some of these areas are allowed to be enforced pending this 
it's still the whole matter is still pending, yeah. right? It hasn't been finalized yet. So it's kind of everything's kind of on hold pending uh, additional motions and things to be filed until the final case is adjudicated. But this, in the meantime, uh, was filed, this emergency motion. They're requesting that Judge Bum issue a TRO, a temporary restraining order, on these new requirements that we're talking about in this podcast, saying that they're, you know, not constitutional. They're unconstitutional to require that people have to go through this. So the and it says right in there uh, that we're released on July 18th, 2023. So they're asking for mm-hmm. Judge Bum to issue a TRO on this. So I think a lot of people and we bring this up because a lot of people listening uh, want to know, do I have to get this training? And I think a lot of people are going to um, hold off until yeah. and see what Judge Bum does, because she's been very good to the 2A community. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, so far, she's she's ruled in in our favor. With, and uh, and I, with, I really I really think it's a neutral opinion. Um, you know, you mm-hmm. have these gun advocacies that are just are not going to have these anti-gunners that are just way far out, you know, and where I feel. And it's just, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff that they try to implement, like our governor, governor <laughs> what they try to implement is just so insane that when you have someone who's neutral, it really seems like they're on your side or taking your yeah, side. Yeah, you're and right. That is a great point. She's just rolling. It's second amendment. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, that's the constitution. Yeah. Yep. Like you're right. So it's not like on our side. That is a very good point. Uh, Nate. So, um, so I think a lot of people are waiting to see what happens with judge mm-hmm. bum with this uh, TRO request. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but in the meantime, as firearms instructors, you know, we certainly would recommend that if you're not sure, reach out to your instructor yes, and just see, hey, was, was my training, you know, substantially similar to what was just released and then see what they tell you. Yeah. Um, someone else had asked me about um, the training, uh, how you have to be substantially similar. Um, uh-huh. I, I, with the, how, how we train now, you know, they put out exact training requirements we yes. have to go by that exactly the only like i said the only time that we can modify it is if someone has a handicap and that's what they, they that's kind of what they had to put in there when they said substantially um is because there are situations where we can modify it but other than that yeah we cannot modify this this is what they have out there if you're not with this standard you're not qualified yeah yeah, so it's uh, it's 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 a lot. It, it really is. is. It is, and it's a shame that we're at this point still with with the state. You know, we we have a big win, and then they come back and they sucker punch you. Yep. But, um. You know, this is all part of the fight. This is the fight that that we kind of knew we we're going to get into, and that's why I say, you know, don't get angry with each other because you know within all these groups there are these left groups there are these anti-gunner uh people who are part of these groups and they love sitting back and watching us Mm -hmm. argue and bicker back and forth and um it's just we shouldn't be doing it yeah i agree i agree uh all right so we'll have to see what happens um but in the meantime 
I think we're going to do where we talked about doing a podcast on the use of force, just yes. maybe go through that and not Absolutely. give anybody legal advice, of course, but just talk about what the, you know, what's covered in the use of force. And also uh, explaining force. it from a police standpoint, you know, exactly. If, if something happens, how a police officer is going to be looking at that particular situation. Uh, mm -hmm. Most of us, we've spent, you know, many years on the road. We know, you know, we've been to plenty of calls to where we can actually read this um, and tell you exactly what it means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But not from a lawyer standpoint. Right, that's right. <laughs> Call your lawyer if you want legal advice. That's going to be it for today. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week and stay safe.